Welcome to the podcast. Before we get started on today's podcast, let me tell you how to get in touch with us. You can follow us on Instagram at FirstComesLoveTCM. You can call the voicemail at 347-TRUE-LOVE. That's 347-878-5683. Or you can email us at Let's talk at first comes love, then comes marriage.com. Hey y'all, this is First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. My name is Lindsay Jackson. And I'm Aaron Jackson. And on this ninth episode, we doing bedroom talk. So listen up. Let's go. Welcome to First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. My name is Lindsay Jackson. And I'm Aaron Jackson. And we're doing our bedroom talk because it is late, late night for us. And just doing different things this week, all set up. So first conversation, what gets you in the mood? All right, so I'm going to talk in my (laughs) bedtime voice because uh, it is our bedtime right now, but we're recording late. Hmm. Put the kids to bed, as they say. Okay, okay. What puts me in the mood? As your husband... Okay, come on, babe. <laughs> I think that everything puts me in the mood. It's, oh yeah, I would say most things put me in the mood. I'm always in the mood for intercourse or some kind of intimacy. The only time I'm really like not, not with it, and I'll still give it a go, even though I'm not with it, just disclaimer, is when I'm sleepy. So, if I'm, like, tired, sleepy, no, it's different. Not tired, sleepy. Like, when my body says I want to sleep, that's the only time where I'm, like, I don't need intimacy right now. I need I need rest. Other than that, I am good to go. Even when it is important things and you are there just to distract me, I'll just be like, whatever. I'll just go out to take the distraction. Because it seems like in our relationship... Every time I'm doing something I deem important, you feel like it's a time for intimacy. <laughs> so I learned that, you know what, I just got to start early on things because when you notice that I'm in the same room as you and I'm not showing you attention, you go bonkers. So oh, I, wow. I would say that what puts me in the room, mood, I would, maybe my love language, acts of service, would really get me going. If you do something nice for me, I guess, would get me like, ooh, yeah. But <laughs> but other than that, I'm like, I love you, and I think you're gorgeous, and I've always been attracted to you. So I'd be ready to go at a drop of a hat. We can stop this podcast right now. No, but seriously. no, because you're sleepy right now. So. I'm not sleepy right now. I'm, okay, I'm. You know, it's bedtime. I'm. It's bedtime. Okay. So, what puts you, lady, in the mood? 
Probably when you're busy, <laughs> like you said. <laughs> it's so crazy. I didn't even, I mean, I kind of knew that about myself, but I like to make sure that I'm priority. <laughs> and when you're busy doing other things, but that's the same, I feel like that's the same for you. When I'm really like doing something else, all of a sudden you pop up behind me and I'm like, wait, what's happening? I'm cleaning, I'm picking up, I'm like, I'm about to be on the phone, I'm looking for something and you wanna get something started. So, it's not something to start it. Yes, you do. Okay, I'm gonna let you talk, but I do got a rebuttal of that. <laughs> you get you do get worked up when you like start cleaning. If you clean it and I'm not cleaning, you get worked up because you're like, I deem this cleaning time for the whole house. And so I try to give you like a little nibble or a kiss or something like that, just to you know, uh, you know, settle you down. But it never works. It I does, don't even know why it has you try. never worked in the history. You get more of, upset. Exactly. Actually. I'm like, are you serious right now? I'm cleaning. <laughs> like I have gloves on or something. Like it's not gonna happen. But yeah, I think um, if you are, if you're doing something. I automatically want your attention. Or if you're working out, not Ooh. not after working out because you're sweaty, but if you've worked out and then showered and, you know, <laughs> changed. Oh, okay. So the full completion of the A workout. Yes, after something like that. But yeah, those things probably get me in the mood. <laughs> So what's something that you're just like, no, I'm done. I'm not, we're not. Ooh, let's see. What gets me like out of the mood? Like this isn't going to happen? Yep. Mm, I, I can't say it's anything that you do. And that's a whole nother conversation. But if I'm just not in the mood, I'm not in the mood because I don't, I don't want to. I don't feel like it. It's not like you do something that would get me out of the mood because we've, We've talked about this before in our podcast, but it's kind of like we are we've already seen each other at probably our worst. Like, you know, you've seen me on the toilet, you've seen me give birth, you've seen me and that's not my worst. I'm not trying to say that. It's just yeah. you've been you've seen all of it. So, mm -hmm. you know, if you farting on the couch, it's not going to necessarily get me out of the mood. It's yeah. not going to put me in the mood, but <laughs> so I I don't think it's anything that you would have to do. Um what could get me out of the mood would probably be um, conversations about family. Because I get really riled up. And if something happens, and I'll be like, let me tell you who just called. Yeah. Or, you know, something like that. Like, that puts me completely out of the mood. It takes me out. But other than that, you know, like you said, it could potentially always be go time, depending on... Circumstances. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I just remember one thing that does get me out of the mood. What? <laughs> and it's just like, uh, it is spending a lot of money. Whatever I deem a lot of money is at that time or unnecessary amount of money, I'm automatically just not in a good, pleasant place. That could be so, any amount of money. <laughs> yeah, if I, if I deem that we spent, if something was supposed to be 50 cent and we spent $5 on it, I don't like it. You see? So if something is to me is uh, really a thousand dollars and we spend five, I'm like, what are we doing? So and you notice I'm saying we right now. You're doing a lot of we. Yeah. So that's one of the, that's another one that I forgot that I'm really just like, oh. But 
like you said, was interesting. It was like, it's nothing really that you do. It's all like me being sleepy. That's not a you thing. That's a me thing. It's it's not you. It's me, as they say. Right. Uh, spending money is a us thing because we have joint accounts. So, I mean, I'm not dictating where the money goes. Well, we kind of, our budget dictates where the money goes. But still, uh, I'm not going to be like, about you spending money. This is where action gets it from. What, what is that? Was that angry? That was a emotion <laughs> sound. Uh, it was an onomatopoeia. I'm a monopoeia. Ooh. Onomatopoeia. Onomatopoeia. It was an onomatopoeia. Okay. You don't know what an onomatopoeia is? I know, but it's just really interesting that you would choose to categorize err. That's onomatopoeia? <laughs> This is how you know it's late. I would name, <laughs> you know what, truthfully? I would name somebody I'm a... You can't even say I'm it. I'm a monopia. You know what's interesting? Pia, my twin, one of my closest friends, her name is Pia. So every time you keep saying I'm a Pia, I hear Pia. So I'm like, oh, that could be a name. Oh, they call me Pia for short. So <laughs> there we go. So it is late night. We are talking about bedtime talk. Hmm. I would say this. There are times that I purposely try to get you in the mood. Mm. So lighting candles, I think you like that. Uh, but it got to be more than just like one or two candles. Like I'm like I'm lighting candles. Uh, and I saw this on Instagram. It was sex expectations, sex expectations. Sex, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do that. I I'm like okay, if I wash the dishes, I take out the trash, and she don't got to tell me to do nothing for like the whole day. I'm going to try to get some. That's it's, hard. It, what do you mean? <laughs> the whole day? I thought you meant like you was going to do the last half of the day or something. No, but if like are you don't if you don't do dishes the whole day, you look at the trash is clean. I make sure the the wash, the clothes get washed and the, they go from the washer to the dryer to the dryer to the folding room. These are things that sometimes you have to remind me <laughs> are all my clothes are put away. Like, the basic human things, uh-huh. I feel like you would be in a pleasant enough state to have intercourse with me. Right. So, I mean, do you have any, like, sex expectations? I guess that's what it's called, sex expectations. Sex expectations, like, if you, I do all of the check these boxes, I expect sex. Y'all don't really expect, but I know the chances are higher. Yeah. You know what I did? I read that somewhere, though, too, because it was like... I get a, um, a house sitter or a cleaning lady or whatever for my wife, not because, you know, she deserves it necessarily, but because she would be better in the mood if she didn't have to be on her feet and she didn't have to do those extra activities. And I was like, that's such a good idea. Mm. I need that. <laughs> um, but do I have any sex expectations? No, because honestly, I do believe that I could do anything and we would have sex. Like, because <laughs> I am always ready. Yeah, so I don't, I can't think of doing something differently than I already do. I already do the acts of service for you. Because mm-hmm. you just said, you know, your expectation is the one time that you do the dishes. <laughs> And take out the trash. Uh, I didn't say I did the dishes. I said that the, the dishes, dishes were you done. don't have to do the right. dishes. Right. Okay, exactly. Okay. So. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Mm-mm. So now that I told you what my quote unquote turn ons are, or what gets me in the mood, is there something that you thought that 
that would get me in the mood that didn't really quite work? No, because you're getting in the mood is anything. <laughs> it's oh. anything except for you being sleepy. Mm-hmm. So I that's why I said like I don't have a expectation because I know that unless something is happening at any given time, we could be in the mood to have sex. Because when we were newlyweds, yeah, you were hell bent on wearing lingerie. Oh my gosh, yes. You were a lot. You were like, oh, I'm gonna get this lingerie. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna. And I used to be just like, why? It's almost like the spending money for no reason thing for me. Yeah. I was just like, why wear lingerie? I'm not a lingerie guy. I and and please believe me, my wife is the bomb.com. <laughs> so she is beautiful. I am very attracted to her. Her body is kaboom. So <laughs> she, she she don't say the same about me, but I know that it's all good. So her lingerie is nice to look at, but it's like, man, why 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 are we putting wrappers on the on the candy bar? Like, let's just give me the candy bar. First of all, first of all, you liked everything that I bought. I have a drawer full of lingerie. And yes, oh. I was like that because, you know, I didn't get to wear it before. We didn't have intimacy before. So it's just like, okay, now I can officially wear it. And I think in the beginning, you didn't know how much it cost. So you wouldn't even, you knew it was money because obviously I had to spend money to buy it. But it wasn't like you was like, that was $50 and it's a Josh, you know, it's a string or something. And our first anniversary, our one year anniversary, we do traditional gifts. One year anniversary traditionally is paper. I got you, uh, I made you a Playboy book. Yes. Full okay. of lingerie. Full of lingerie. I mean, some yes, of them were naked, the, but. That's just like, that's looking. That's different <laughs> than, like, it's not like she, she's putting on lingerie and putting it on the shelf for me. It's not, it's not <laughs> looking like that. There's no pole in our bedroom or anything like that. So it's not like a private dance, like I'm at a Janet Jackson concert. <laughs> there we go. So, I don't know. I always deemed that unnecessary that is so funny i never realized i mean you always were like yeah you could just be naked but i didn't realize that might have been maybe almost a turn off because you're like you're just looking at it and be like she spent money on that <laughs> yeah, like what are, what are, what are we doing here but i look i mean i'm gonna say it myself i if i looked amazing if i feel amazing mm. then i'm more ready to even be in the mood i'm mm. more ready to do all the things that you would then want me to do look good feel good exactly so you know then it gets into the service portion. So what, what would you rather have? More service or? I, I guess more service. <laughs> I, I mean, if, if, we, if I got to choose. <laughs> Welcome to the late night in my wrong segment of First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. This voice. So uh, this is the part of the show where I give you a situation, you let me know if I'm wrong or my beautiful wife is wrong. Yeah, this is Aaron Love Jones. <laughs> Come back. Okay, so this is situation. Lindsay always says she's ready when she is not ready. And I'm not talking about like only sexual things. I'm talking about like everyday things. Even today, we were about to start the podcast. She said, come on, let's go. Let's do the podcast. She was completely naked. I said, you are not ready. But she said, come on, let's go. I'm ready. Or she'll, we're about to go inside the car. 
And she's like, let's go. I'm ready. Her shoes are not on. And I'm like, you are not ready until you are ready. And that is my, that's is short and simple. It's kind of annoying that she says that she is ready when she is indeed not ready. Because ready to me means if we have to go right, right, right now. I don't have to make any more stops. I just go to the car or I have to, I'll do whatever it is I need to do at that point in time. Go, 10 seconds. Okay, yeah. I feel like we should take a poll too about like, is this something that women do? Because first of all, I just because I'm naked doesn't mean I'm not ready. <laughs> because I know like, okay, like this podcast, it's kind of like Zoom calls. You don't know what we're wearing on the bottom. So technically, I only got to put on the top. That's number one. Number two, if I have to slip on shoes, I'm still ready. I, I'm always, so so I'm always ready. If I say I'm ready, I'm ready. And I feel like women, you know, they don't want to be standing waiting. So we're giving you the opportunity to say, you know what, I'm ready. I just need to do a couple of more things, but I'm not waiting for you. I shouldn't mm. be waiting for you necessarily. If you need to wait for me for just two seconds, it's okay. Ready is ready. It's ready. And and you... <laughs> was I or was I not ready? You were not ready. <laughs> you said you had to put on a shirt, right? How long did my shirt take? I'm just saying. That's okay. not ready. But so, y'all, it's the, same, it's the same thing when we say, and how I many like, men I like lotion their booties? What, but no, don't try to flip it to another No, one. I'm flipping I, it. This is what I'm saying. You said you were ready. You wasn't ready. And the uh, definition of ready. Your definition of ready is different from mine. And there I you think have. that mine's is the better one. So, am I wrong? Should you be ready when you say you are ready? That ready, means ready, ready. Ready to go. Ready to go. Yes. yes. Slip on shoes, ready to go. So, call the voicemail <laughs> at 347 True Love. That's 347 878 5683. You could DM us at First Comes Love TCM or you can email us. Let's talk at first comes love, then comes marriage.com. Welcome back. We are still doing bedroom talk Ooh. and thinking when is it okay to say no to sex? Or not when is it okay, it's always okay. <laughs> when does it become detrimental to say no to sex? Will it be detrimental if you kept saying no to my advances? Hmm. And when would that be? I feel like, yes, it would be detrimental. And... When? Uh, what number I would say, do I get? Oh. Uh, you know what? I think it would be when the excuses are no longer valid. Right. Oh, we can't have sex because you just had a baby. So after six weeks, after you have a baby, you can't have sex. Or, you know, you've been working a lot. You're getting home late. Like finding, you know, you can always come up with like an excuse. But then when the excuses become just like ridiculous and I'm like, oh, now you're just a set of us. When I start feeling like it's me that you don't want to have sex with. It's like, oh, it's not that you're not having sex. It's the fact that you don't want to have sex with me. Mm. And that will be an attack on my ego. And therefore, uh, my ego is very, you know, inflated because of you. So I feel like 
that would be one of the things that that would be detrimental for our relationship when my ego starts to lower mm-hmm. uh, because I feel like I would go somewhere else and I'm not saying that I'm like going to cheat or anything but I was always taught I don't know I haven't tested the theory but if you're not getting it somewhere you're going to get it somewhere else something that you want right mm-hmm. and I don't know how long that is for for our relationship because you do build me up so much that I will give you a lot of passes, but I will also have a conversation like, "Yo, this is this is a this is this is the time." I like I don't know how to do it, but <laughs> you know, like, hey, I, the time is now. Hey, serious, serious, yo. serious time, yo, yo, serious, yo, serious time. yo, you said yo, yo, serious time. <laughs> Yo, right. you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So that I mean, that's when I think it would be detrimental. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when when it would be like detrimental for you to, for me to keep saying no to sex. I mean, I, I and let me stop. I really feel like my threshold is higher than yours. Like, yeah, <laughs> most definitely. I was about to say I don't think that I could handle. In fact, I, I know because it's happened. <laughs> I'd be like, no. <laughs> Are you insane? <laughs> I'm offering you this. And um, yeah, I mean, one, I do know your when your turnoffs or when, you know, it's just not gonna happen. Like I don't I don't set myself up. When you're sleepy, if I'm trying it just for fun, just to see like can I get this? That's one thing. But I know when you're sleepy, you ain't in it. You, you're not going to be here. But for me, I don't think that I could take too many no's, period. Like, it would just, and I don't get them. <laughs> so I've never had to experience that. And this might be another, like, woman thing. I think that naturally, you know what? I can't speak. I yeah, can't speak for speak all women. You're absolutely right. In this relationship... I know that most of the time you would you want it more than me and so therefore I don't get a lot of no's because when I do it's like oh okay well come on <laughs> sort of thing mm. um, so I don't think it but it, it could be if, if there's ever a time when you're actually saying no yeah it could be detrimental it just period just it, there's just like say you were working a lot yeah and, and then you can't muster up the yeah this yeah. I would be like yo the job is um is 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 putting a strain on our relationship you might have to think about cutting some hours or something because yeah that could be detrimental and like you said excuses happen excuses as far as circumstances you know you're working late we the kids are doing something or you know family is taking from us it could be any number of reasons but then when there is no valid excuse and then there's still a no then it's like okay well we need to sit down let's have a conversation and we've done this before not for sex but Mm -hmm. we we've designated time no distractions we've sat across from each other and we've said okay now this is serious like Let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like sex is an obligation? I feel like it's a requirement. I guess I don't like the word obligation. Okay. It's definitely a requirement, whether 
you're in the mood or not in a marriage let me be specific i want to say like all of these things i'm actually talking about marriage like Mm -hmm. so you know when does it become detrimental in a marriage (laughs) for you to say no when you know what gets you in the mood when you're married i i think that that's just for me and again you know most of the time we're talking about all relationships we're talking about Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. But I but, feel like I feel like to piggyback with you, these conversations about sex and the like turn on turn offs, it would be very beneficial if people have these discussions before they get married. Mm-hmm. So when they are married, they know the, the other person's threshold for no's or yeses or you know yeah. know their love languages. So. I know giving you gifts might give me an extra boost for sex, or you know, acts of service might give me an extra boost whenever I need it. So I really feel like these conversations should be had so you know, so you don't set yourself up. Like, when we didn't really have a lot of talk, so we got, we lucked up because we didn't really have a lot of sex talk mm-hmm. before we got married. So uh, we were like, but we knew each other for so long that. I think we kind of knew each other's intimacies uh, before and after. Back to the, the obligation, obligation of sex. It's, it's Once not Once it becomes an ab- obligation, I feel like it takes away the pleasure of it. And Once you feel like, yes, yeah. I have to do this, it, de- it does. And so then it's like, do you just, do you get it done anyway, right? Because then again, if you don't, you're like, I don't have to do this. But if you yeah. do... You don't have to do anything, right? As a, I don't have to do anything as a human being because we are married, but I am still an individual. Actually, I don't yeah. have to do anything. It's your choice. Uh, the, the crazy thing is the conversations that need to be had. If you continuously say no to me, I would feel like I need an answer for why this no keeps happening. Mm-hmm. Is it no because you're unattracted to me? Is it no because something's going on at work? Or do you have some kind of trauma? I need, I just don't need a straight no, get no, away from me, stuff like look, that. Yeah. And I think uh, the same way with me. It's like, if I keep saying no to you, if it's becoming a point where it's getting to that stage, it's like, okay, let me give you what's going on with me because obviously something if the intimacy is dropping something's going on yeah and like you said it's about being connected so it's you would if you aren't doing your own thing living your own life having a great time out there you know at work or whatever with your friends and you're coming home and you're not connected enough to see okay you know what Uh uh-oh something's happening my wife is she's continuously saying no to me what you know you have to you have to be in tuned you have to say like okay well you know I can't just expect to have sex and I'm not understanding what's going on with us yeah because because most of the time if one person is tired because of things that are happening in our lives because it's our lives as well you're an individual but it's our life and the other person one understands two at least acknowledges it they know like okay we're tired it's not a night or something you know something like that so it's just it's about being connected and staying present. Yeah, the connection is key. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on our bedroom talk. I just wanted to give a special shout out to our book club members and let them know that 
we will be continuously reading the book. All about love. All about love, David. So, you can DM us at First Comes Love TCM. You could call the voicemail at 347 True Love. That's 347 True Love. That's 347 878 5683. Or you could always email us and drop us an email at Let's Talk at First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage.com. See you next Friday. You, you got you to know. always us. mess up. <laughs> you continuously mess I up do. on the outro. Okay, but it's because it's so important. Oh, okay, my, I'm ready. My, my. Oh, you know what? If we can start reversing it, you can start doing the outro. Okay. Okay. Oh, you meant you was gonna start right now? Oh, you can do it. You, <laughs> no, do you no, know what you say? I want to see how you do it. Well, you go ahead. Man. Women only need to go to the gynecologist you don't know. once a year. You don't know. So, you don't know. if she's going multiple times a year, then something's wrong. Maybe you should check something out. Anyway, y'all. And so we she think it. I don't know these things. I got three <laughs> sisters and a mama. Let's talk at first comes love, then comes marriage.com. See you next Friday. You're not going to see me next Friday? I'm sorry. Go ahead. And on this ninth episode, we're talking about getting freak guy <laughs> nighttime stuff. Thanks for listening. Good job. What else? <laughs>